Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Girl Claudia Jordan, we are back with TGIF. Of course, we had to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. We have, of course, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. What's up, fellas? What's going on, everybody? Happy Tuesday. When I tell you I barely made it here from Jamaica, I landed at 5:30. My Uber driver picked us up, and this Negro missed my exit two times. Ain't that crazy? Never would have made it. He missed my exit twice. And Never should have made it. The, the toll road in the middle of rush hour traffic. So I barely I made lost it. it all. Okay. <laughs> you guys are so friendly today. Hi. Hello. Hi. What's up? Don't be bring, listen, don't be bringing all that flustered ass energy to the show. I'm, 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 I'm sharing my day. Busted up because we zen. No, no, I, I shared my day, but I have clearly my day doesn't run, matter. Let's just talk about your magic muscles. You had to run out of the airport with your let's, cute tracksuit on. Let's <laughs> just talk about your magic muscles instead of my struggles. Okay. You look good in your cute tracksuit, girl. That's that's what you're wearing to work today. That's what I'm wearing to work. Let's get into the topics. I'm already sick of y'all. Well, you funky, not Al. I had to do that. All right. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Nene Leakes gave your girl props an exclusive interview with Carl. Carlos King. Take a look at this clip from Carlos King's Reality with the King podcast. But I will give Claudia this, although she said the most nastiest things about me and she's been holding on to a grudge for 100,000 years. I would have to give, I'm going to give her this. I've read many of girls, honey, and I've been on this show with many girls. I would have to say that she was probably my number one battle. Bitch. She was definitely, she was definitely right up there to battle with. And I want people to know this, too. You told me and Joy after that scene um, between you and Claudia, because Demetria was being positioned mm -hmm. as a peach holder. Mm -hmm. And you told me and Joy, y'all picked the wrong right. bitch. That's right. And Claudia I want people to know that because you're not this yeah. hater. No. You you mm -hmm. always did what was best for the show. I did. You said, mm -hmm. that bitch, Claudia, mm -hmm. she she's good. Y'all need to give good. her a peach. Y'all done got rid of Portia. You need to give Claudia the because Claudia was really going toe-to-toe -to -toe with me. And I will give her that every single time. All right, what do you guys think about Nene's remarks? Whoever wants to speak on it. That's, um... It, it brought an eternal smile to my face because, you know, I, I do identify a lot with Nene in the sense that she's able to be very transparent and honest. And much like myself, I cannot like you and I can work with you. You can be my adversary and I can still realize that 
we need you as part of this group setting situation. And so I think it was great. If I want to step out on a limb and be honest, you know, Claudia, my only reservation with you when you came onto the Real Housewives of Atlanta and you can, you can um, chime in on this if you want to, your appearances on the Real Housewives of Atlanta came off to me as if somebody was in your ear saying, do this, do that, go after this person and attack this person. Cause there were several scenes that were just extremely awkward. The one when you told Portia, I know you messing with the Africans. The one when you were asking Phaedra about her relationship with Apollo and that woman barely knew you. And she was like, I will discuss that, but not with you. And then obviously you and Nene having you guys' beef, it just felt like someone was in your ear saying, do this, and this is how you get the job. Never. First of all, okay. I was there as a friend of the show. I wasn't there to get a peach, and I was perfectly fine. What people fail to remember is at the time, I was already working on the Ricky Spiley Morning Show and booked every single weekend. I wasn't trying to get another. I, wasn't, I didn't even think me getting a peach was a, a possibility. That's been one of the most frustrating opinions because especially now, like you've known me for uh, some years now. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't go on a show to do someone's dirty work. Why would I? I? I have too much confidence in myself and I don't need to do that. Like I didn't care to be on reality TV. That's never been a goal of mine. I was minding my business when I went to a, a um, get together at the, um, what's that club in LA? Uh, well, it's, it's a gay spot. Abby. Uh, the Abbey. And my, to my friends, B. Scott and Mr. Ray called Carlos to come over there. We hung out. He was like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to change your life. I was like, okay. I hardly even watched the show. So when I got on the show, um, it's funny because it's the opposite that actually happened. Both Kenya and Carlos said, do not do what everybody else does and thinks this is how you get attention and go after Nini with a fake beef. I said, I have no beef with Nini. We was actually cool before I did the show. And I actually hung out with Portia a few times in New York and in Miami. So I had no beef with anyone on the show. So what y'all don't see is a lot of times they will poke you and then they'll show the response. So yeah, it did seem awkward to me and Portia because you didn't see day one at the Ricky Smiley show. She was, she changed up on me after we was cool. You didn't see, um, you know, well, I don't know the needy thing, me and needy, like I said, we were cordial before this. So I was shocked to see there was a scene where she was calling me thirsty and I was just like, whatever. So it's kind of like on reality, you get the response. And as the new girl, I understand how people say, oh, you came with an agenda. Absolutely not. Carlos and Kenya. And to Kenya's credit, she could have said, yo, you're my girl. Have my back. She never said that. Um, and as far as uh, what Nini said, I thought that was dope what she said. Of course, she threw some shade, but, um, you know, that's to be expected. That's fine. Um, but I do appreciate that because that is what would actually would happen. And uh, that show, that scene was a lot left out that y'all did not see. And I wish they could one day release it because it, it was actually... A, a fantastic um, ping pong match between the two of us. And I would always say this, so it's my close friends, you know, it's too bad that it went down like that. Cause I think her and I on the same uh, page would have made some funny ass TV together. So, but anyways, I appreciate that Nene. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, that was, that was cool. And uh, I'm not going to address the shady part. I thought I'll, I'm going to be happy with that. I'm going to take my wins. I'm going to take my W's. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. So Al, you want to say anything? Or are you good? Oh, no, no, I'm good. Um, I, you know, this is nothing new to me because she's a friend of mine. So she already told me how she felt. So this is nothing. No new news for me. Yeah, it's crazy that I'm looking at the chat. It's like you went on the show to blow up. I, I really didn't. 
I didn't. But y'all gonna believe what you're gonna believe. I was there. All right, y'all. Erica Badu may not believe that imitation is flattery. She recently reposted a photo of Beyonce wearing an oversized metallic hat on stage, similar to the one Badu has been wearing, wearing for decades, her signature look. Erica wrote, hmm, I guess um, everybody's stylist. She also commented under Beyonce's original post and wrote, I'm flattered. And what do you think about Erica Badu applying that Beyonce stole her look, um, Al? I don't know. I I think the post was a little bit of attention seeking. I, I don't follow Erica Badu like that, but I think she I think she was trying to be messy. And I think she's too old to be messy on IG like this because everything that I know about Beyonce, she's always paid uh, Erica Badu her her you were giving her her roses. Remember on her Queen mix, uh, "Break My Soul," she shouts out Erica Badu. So I don't know. I do know this though. I went on Erica Badu's page and those hot. Those those beehives or the bees were all over that page. It was full of bees. So I'm sure the beehive have gotten her together about this. Mm -hmm. What do you think? You know, I really don't know how to take, take this post because Erica Badu, full disclosure, is my all-time favorite artist. I've been rocking with her since Baduism came out in 1997. All-time favorite artist. Um, Erica is not known to be in no internet beef. She's not known to be messy. She does have a twisted sense of humor that can get, you know, confusing sometimes. But this one is really confusing me um, because I know that Erica is not petty enough to think that she's the first person to ever rock a hat. Quiet as it's kept, if we being petty, that's Abraham Lincoln hat. Mm -hmm. All right. And the second thing that I want to say is that unless Erica physically sat at home and hand stitched that hat that she'd been wearing, that means that you were able to access the hat in the open market, which means other people have been able to access that hat, which means other people have been wearing the hat. This is just like when Little Kim was talking mess about Nicki Minaj wearing the wigs. I don't know why female artists and females, period, y'all do this. Y'all get a bag, somebody else got a bag, she copying me. Y'all wear a wig. They make multiple of them, which means you're copying somebody else, whether you know it or not. So, you know, I'm a little confused with this one. I'm, I'm Because I love Erica, I'm going to go out on the limb and say this is just some of Erica's funny comedy that's just not being received the way she intended it. I saw some uh, Beehive members saying, it's cool, we, we get Erica's uh, sense of humor. Be uh, Dreyonce said Beyonce been wearing that hat since 2016. Google the formation world tour. Casey Assassin said, I wish everyone would call Bay out for biting everyone else's style. And Tony Cherie said Beyonce gave her her flowers. In 2023, there's no such thing as biting somebody else's style. Every, every configuration of clothing and accessories has been worn at this point in some form or fashion. So am, if I'm hearing correctly, just because now at this point, Erica has worn the hat and Beyonce has happened to wear a top hat with the high boots on. No one else is allowed to do it because I'm pretty sure if we scroll through some of Mary J. Blige pictures, Mary do the hat and the, and the, and the thing with the high boots. Is she copying too? Or is it that we all just like a certain look? I think when they like the person, they'll say, oh, she was copied. And if they don't like the person, you know, I, I, I think we pick and choose like, you know, when we say someone's copying, because we see this all the time with the rap girls. I mean, someone wears a skirt. Oh, you copy their style. No, you know? no one has exclusive license to a look. Yeah, I agree.
All right, well, we're talking about Beyonce. A gay black man was stabbed to death after voguing to Beyonce's renaissance at a gas station. Now, a group of men allegedly approached O'Shea Sibley and his friends and told them to stop dancing and hurled offensive slurs at the group. O'Shea confronted the men and ended up stabbed to death, which is super so sad. Can y'all believe this level of, of hatred? I mean, we're killing people over there dancing. You know, voguing is a, a, a form of dance that originated in the ball culture of gay black men in Harlem. Al, what are your thoughts on this story? This is just so sad. Um, rest in peace, O'Shea. And I was watching his brother's testimony, and that just tore me up inside. That that was just him talking about how he put his hand over the hole and the blood was still just spewing everywhere. There's so much to unpack here. The first thing I looked at and listened to was his neighbor's interview. And the neighbor said he had told O'Shea, listen, dude, when your friends come in a neighborhood, be careful because they're very homophobic in this neighborhood. You got to watch who, how you guys behave in this neighborhood. And and there's a side of me that's like, okay, he, he had a warning, but is that a reason enough for him not to be himself? I personally enjoyed the fact that he stood up for himself, that he stood up for his friends, but I wish it wasn't at the cost of his life and not at the hands of another young Muslim, a foreign Muslim man, because in the foreign culture, I mean, in the Muslim culture, you're supposed to be about peace. Now, the contradiction there is also in the Muslim culture, they're very much against same sex anything and they believe that that's a sin and the man felt like by them dancing and being gay they were disrespecting his religion which gives it no credence right because you don't have the right to take anybody's life and also what brooklyn is supposed to be diverse is diverse religious sexual orientation race culture and ethnicity these foreign muslims need to turn the page and they i just i don't know i'm just babbling but i don't feel like he had a right to take O'Shea's life just because he was gay some of the same people that think that they can do a, a what is it, a, a, an honor killing to their daughters that they find out she's a whore right. in their eyes, which a whore to them is being with one person. Uh, Trevor Mitchell said he should have read the room. Why would you do that in front of all those masculine, ignorant men? That's sad. Uh, Q, what do you what do you think? So to Mr. Williams's point of, for what he just said, it, it does sting because I saw you take that sting party up, but that is a protective mechanism that a lot of us gay boys grow up with having to cold switch when we go in several environments. And I always tell people you can fight the fight of what well, I should be able to act any way I want. Yeah, you should. Or you can make it home to see another day. This is not the oppression Olympics. And I know I'm about to upset some people when I say what I'm about to say, but this is why it's hard for some of us to take other people super serious because why y'all and some of y'all are out there fighting and fussing over prefixes and imaginary spaces being erased. Mm. You're upset, which I understand, and your upset is valid, but other for the for being. While, we're, while we, I'm gonna say we, are fussing over prefixes and imaginary spaces. 
I, you know, Q, I, I, I kind of can buy with that because my whole thing is where is the outrage? The outrage should be just as strong as the outrage is over these pronouns and these trans transgender issues. I agree with you on that. I, I, I have to say that 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 makes sense to me. That makes sense to me because this is a young man's life, and I and just so so lost for no reason. And, and to your point, Q, it shouldn't be the oppression Olympics. And I feel that when you say that, and I, I have to push back a little bit. I don't believe it's imaginary spaces. I think it's really real spaces. I think there's a lot of. And it's horrible when men are killed and trans folks are killed, people, over things like you're, I'm offended in my, I use my, I hide behind my religion. Just like I, I'm, I'm pissed off. And, you know, I could say the same thing. Oh, where's the, the outrage when black women are dying? So we don't want to compare. to each other and and i think it needs i mean it needs to stop across the board like where is this hostility coming from where we don't like something about you that it hurts me so bad right in all spaces if you're gay if you're trans if you're a woman if you're this like now i'm talking to black people right now we complain about them so much and by them i mean white people and how racist they are and look how we do each other look how we do each other all the time and whatever, whatever excuse we use, the bitch wasn't listening or he's gay and it bothered me. Like, why? It's like we cannot wait to, like, just tear each other down. And we and have the same enemy. And, and we do. And that's black I mean. men. No, and it's black men. Y'all ain't ready for that conversation. Because while the gays and the trans and the women are fussing and fighting, we share the same enemy. And we got to go to break, Claudia. And that's why I hate when we do this with us. Right. I, it really bothers me. Okay, y'all, we got to go to break. Coming up next, what would you do in a sticky situation? And later, find out why Brittany Griner is trending, y'all. Mm -hmm. Keep it here. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to the soulmates in the chat. I see y'all having your own debates in the comments. Shout out to all of you. Please hit that like button. All right, soulmates, have you ever thought about how you would handle yourself when you were placed in the midst of an unexpected situation? Well, we like for you to chime in in the chat and at home with your friends in a fun little segment we like to call hashtag WWYD. What would you do? All right, y'all, an Atlanta mother is outraged after Sugar Factory staff allegedly served alcohol to the children at her daughter's birthday dinner. Now, the mother claims her 11-year-old daughter and her friends were served alcoholic shots. The family was offered complimentary, complimentary drinks to celebrate her daughter's birthday. The mother agreed, thinking the staff would serve juice to the minors. Now, another story, but what would you do in this situation had this been your kids? Cute. There are a few situations that warrant you cussing and acting all ignorant in public. And I probably would have been one of those people on World Star Hip Hop that was stuff behind the register and stuff because this is jacked up. And then the deeper implication of it is somebody could have seen my child when we left there and stopped by Walmart or something. My child ends up intoxicated. Now I'm arrested and my child is in CPS for neglect and danger because they thinking that I gave my child alcohol. So I imagine... I Go ahead. Imagine if you were in some kind of custody battle with your like 
the yeah. other parent and they're like, oh, unfit. And you mm-hmm. had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They get in these hands. Al, what would you do? I, you know, this is dangerous. I think I probably would 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 pursue some type of legal ramification or settlement for this. Um, but this is a question. I, I have so many questions. This is questions I have. What happened to doing young kids birthday parties at like Chuck E. Cheese and Discovery Zone? Like and then also the second thing is when I was growing up, this is just me. When I was growing up, my mother and my, my parents and my aunts and uncles, when I used to go out, they used to check my food to make sure it wasn't too hot and that it tasted all right. And, you know, they used to smell my drinks and stuff to make sure everything was OK before I consumed it. And for me, I'm just like, what, why the parent? the parents should have you know checked it especially if you're doing fake shots and who does fake shots for your 11 year old's birthday what kind of message is that sending so that was kind of confusing to me as well but in this case because they did make that mistake and blood alcohol content in kids is dangerous because we know that their bodies are a lower weight even on a little bit of a shot i think i would pursue some type of legal action All right. Students at LeBron James I Promise School are struggling academically. A recent report revealed that not one eighth grader at the school has passed a single math test since 2020. The poor student performance has sparked concern among the school officials in Ohio. What would you do? If your child's school had these results, would you pull them out? Now, real quick, a representative from the school said it takes time to improve. And despite not passing, the students have received higher scores than previous years. Higher, but they still ain't passing. Al, Al, what do you think? So this is the deal. My kid wouldn't be at this school because my kid is not an at-risk kid. Now, these are very um, at-risk kids. They have a ton of at-home problems, um, everything from domestic abuse to, like, homelessness almost. Um, So I can't compare that. You know, that's not comparing apple to apples. And plus, LeBron is a great person. He has job placement at this school for the parents. He has on-site food banks to make sure parents who don't have food can feed their kids. He have resources for the the almost homeless or living in a shelter for different parents. I can't beat him up for these low scores. Um, We just came out of the pandemic. A lot of the students didn't have the attention that they needed or the focus that they needed in order to stay on track. I'm going to give him a little bit of grace here and say, hey, he's aware of it. He hires the best people to work there. We know he offers the best resources. He's done more for these kids. Girl, what would you do? what you do? I just told you. Okay. My kid wouldn't be there. So, okay. I mean, for me, I would keep him there because it's at-risk kids. He's offering tons of resources for them, so I would keep him there. Funky, what would you do? My knee-jerk reaction probably would be to snatch my child out. Um, upon further reflection of all that, that Al said, and if I sat down and cooled down, I probably would reconsider, but my knee-jerk reaction would be to snatch them out. Rosemary Watson said, this is so painful to hear. What is wrong with that school? My kid is coming out of there for three years. Um, what I would do, um, I'd probably first try, because I, I don't know, like, it, you probably want to be a part of it. If you got there, you want to be a part of it, right? And be affiliated with LeBron James. So I would probably maybe get a tutor, which I shouldn't have to, because it's an amazing school. And if not, we got to go. We got to wrap this up. We're not having a, three years, not passing math. Nah, we got to go. All right, y'all, moving on. A Canadian realtor was fined over $15,000 and suspended from his job after drinking milk from the seller's Mm -hmm. fridge. 
Mike Rose began poking around the seller's fridge and ended up sipping on milk straight out of the container. I hate when people do this and then putting it back in the fridge. Can you imagine? All right, what would you do if you found out your realtor was digging around in your fridge, drinking straight from the bottle? Funky, what would you do? It would depend on how many offers he was getting in my house and if the <laughs> offers were coming in above asking, to be quite honest. Of course, I would be upset and ready to whoop his ass. Like, But if, if my house was showing slow and whatever, whatever, then of course I'm letting them go, I'm fussing them. But if he, if the deal's coming in and people coming in and we getting offers, I'ma cuss his ass out and tell him I want one point off his commission gifted back towards the closing of my house, I'ma report his ass to the realtor board. That's a good idea, one point. Yeah. Cause that's, a, that's gotta be some violation. Al, what would you do? Uh, fire him. Okay, all right. Coming up next, find out why Brittany Griner is trending. And later we discuss a new controversial bill in Illinois. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, make sure you hit that like button in the chat. Thank you, soulmates. All right, y'all. Brittany Griner had social media conflicted after a video went viral showing her shirtless while playing basketball by the pool. Do you think this was inappropriate, Al? No, I didn't. See, I didn't find any. I didn't find it a big deal about it. Um, I thought it was cool. Like, how does she identify? Maybe we should start there. How does she identify? Does anyone know? I never heard her identify as male. I always heard her identify as a woman. She's in the WNBA. You know what I mean? So right. I, I do think she's still, I don't think she's not, she's never said transgender to my knowledge. I think she's a woman in a, a, a lesbian relationship. She would be considered like a stud, right? Well, the thing I thought that was the most interesting about this was when I read the, the comments, most of it were from women and they were very transphobic to be honest. And they were also, you know, making jokes and were very negative, which, you know, that concerned me. But other than that, I don't think there was anything wrong with her. She's at her house. She's enjoying herself. She's with her family. Why not? If she wants to go topless, let her go topless. Okay, Q, what do you think? So it's two things going on. There are two things going on here for me. Number one is the how does she identify thing, right? Because if she identifies as a woman, then in our society, a woman being topless is uh, goes against our social norms. If she identifies as trans, then in theory, she is a man and men are allowed to go topless considering that she has no breast tissue. One is left to assume that she is a trans man. Maybe, I don't know. But the fact that we don't know is problematic in the fact that you're doing it. And here is why, and here is where my main problem lies with Brittany Griner in this situation. I just don't think that you should be doing anything else controversial right now coming off of what you came off of, right? And, and in a perfect world, you should be able to go back and live your life freely. But mama, this country went through a lot for you. This country went through a lot of division as a result of things that you were in. And the only media we need coming out of your camp right now needs to be about basketball, not politics, sexuality, gender orientation. We don't need you fighting no other causes 
Oh, in, in her defense, fucking real that quick. Sounds, that you. sounds weird, fucking. Let me just say this real quick, so you know the timing of this. She has a dread, so this was before Russia. Okay, well, okay. Yeah, this is before but that Russia. Said, if this is before Russia, then why is this even a story? It, it, it just resurfaced? I think the video yeah, just came out. So then okay, well then- I, this I, like, I like the direction of it, fucking. Help me understand, though. She's in the privacy of her home. She can't, she can't relax in the privacy of her home? Well, it's not the privacy of her, quite frankly, it's not the privacy of her home if it made it to the internet, okay? I walk around my house and I skinny dip at my friends' houses all the time and it doesn't make it to the internet, so. Right, but that's not, that's not her fault. We don't, she, I mean, somebody recorded her and, and, and shared it. The point I'm making is when I'm doing activities like that, Al, with me being whatever public figure that I am, there are ways to make sure when you are with your friends and your wife in a pool that certain moments that are captured don't make it to the Internet. And if people say they, they, there isn't, they're lying. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't get why whoever posted that put that out there. That, and that, that's not a sneak video. That's a look, I'm doing it for the camera, which means whoever did it is close to her. Like, so miss me with that. We don't ever see Janet in the news. This the first time we seen, this the first time we ever seen Oprah out the other day and Tina Knowles was the one that posted it. So there's a way to keep your private moments private when you want them to be private. I'm glad this was before Russia though, because mm -hmm. if this was after mm -hmm. Russia, I was about to give her all the smoke. So Martavius Larry Hampton says, men go topless, so why can't she? She's basking in her joy. Well, we know what our society is giving. Like, let's not play dumb, right? Like, it's not the same. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it is, of course, uh, a double standard. Uh, Gigi Cake 77 says she was in the privacy of her home. And Marcy Ashby says it's okay to be shirtless as long as it's around your friends and not children. And uh, yeah, there. Yeah. And then if we, listen, if you're going to be a public figure and use the privacy of your home excuse, there is nothing wrong with being naked in the privacy of your home. Make sure it stays in the privacy of your home. Um, yeah, I would check the person that put that out there. Yeah. All right. Remember a while back when Blue Face, uh, I'm sorry, Blue Face received backlash for asking his six-year-old son if he's gay? He's back at it once again. And recently on Instagram Live, the rapper asked his son if he knew what gay is. His son said, no. Well, Blueface said, well, if you ever decided to be gay, I would be upset, but I would still love you. I would still support you and take care of you. His son said, I'm not that. This guy is just problematic just all the time. Like, I, it's, <laughs> it's no shade to producers. I know this is a trending story, so we got to cover it. It's not y'all. It's him. He just irritates my soul with his parenting, the way he... His mother, uh, the whole. Um, who 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 want to take this out? I don't have nothing. <laughs> I think he saw the attention he got from the last time around this whole issue, and that's the problem with these IG social media stars. They love attention, and this is attention getting at its finest, right? All I'm asking is, and I've said this before, whack 100, whack 100. Can we please get a break? from Blueface on the blogs, please. Cause I understand WAC 100 does a lot of relationship building with the blogs and getting posted on the blogs. Can we just take a break maybe until the end of August? Synchro 50 said, child Blueface is gay himself. What? And, and you, and you want to know what's messed up? Cause see, 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 here's what's weird. And, and here's the angle I'll take. Cause I'm, I'm over Blueface. On one token, 
were hated, right? Especially by that faction of the community. But now y'all are ushering out this new form of marketing where you tell people you're gay mm -hmm. or you, or you pretend to be down with it or you know you, you you know like like what what are we doing here and and all of this is dangerous to the community and the plight that we're trying to fight because now y'all are further reinforcing this notion that people can pick and choose when they want to be gay. They can turn it off and on. You're making it seem like it's a joke and these are our lives. Folks out here dying at gas stations just for doing the Tootsie Roll. Like this is not something to be played with for social media clicks. I always wanted to know how gay men felt about this when people cosplay or use it as a marketing thing and then, oh, psych, or let it be out there. They dangle it like, am I or am I not? You know what I mean? How, like, like I'd have no problem with it whatsoever if it was true. Let's no, but I'm take, saying the ones that are not. The ones yeah, that are not. Yeah, that the ones that are not. It's like, what are you doing? And mm -hmm. then, and, 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 and then too, it would be a little different if we felt deep down inside that, all right, you not, but at least you ride for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like at least me and my homeboy could go sit at the club in Blueface section and chill and smoke hookah and drink and know it would be no problem. I can look at Blueface and tell he would be part of that crew of those guys that had everything to say about that guy at the gas station. He, him and his homeboys are the type that are quick to call somebody evidentiary in the fact when he told the little boy you had all these females out here what are you gay or something the first story about him and the son so go go on somewhere with that no you wouldn't support it you don't like it you caught that backlash from when you did that first set of gay questioning with your son and now you and the powers that be are somewhat trying to soften the blow we see through it and I'm going to tell people, uh, if you're going to borrow from a demographic, at least have respect for that demographic and don't just use it, throw it away, put it back on the, on the shelf, take it back, put it, it's whack. And then now you're somewhat, you're sensitive to it now because your ass got dragged for, for your homophobia and your bad parenting with your son. Like, and keep this shit off social media. Whack, talk to your boy. All right, y'all, have y'all ever been guilty of face tuning or Photoshopping your selfies? Y'all? FaceTime, no. Photoshop. No, I think uh, I think it's whack as hell when men do that. Al. I do it all. <laughs> well, an Asian American college student asked an AI software to make her LinkedIn photo more professional. So when she got her headshot back, the AI program had turned her into a white woman with blue eyes. What are your thoughts on AI thinking that lighter skin and eyes are more professional? I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say this real quick. Duh. It's white people programming these robots, this, this AI. So they, that's what they think. So their biases are going to cross back on over into the AI world. And we're going to see more of this. That's mm. what they deem more attractive and more uh, professional. So that's what we're going to get. Al, uh, what do you think about this? Um, I think this is colorism at its finest. This is prejudice against dark skin tones. There's a lot of conversation around what is professional and what is better looking. And according to AI, if you let them make the choices, it's someone of a lighter skin hue with bigger eyes. Now, see, that's the biggest argument here. The point here is that they're concerned that universities and companies will start to use AI in screenings. And if they do, those candidates that look are fair skinned, 
with more what's called white seeming features or white accepting features, they're going to move along in the process Why those who have those darker hues will not. So listen, I'm glad that attorney uh, Crump uh, made this a conversation. It's something that we need to be aware of because it's just another level of discrimination that we don't need to be subjected to. I can't, I personally can't stand this AI thing. I, I, I see nothing, but I see a lot of bad come from it. People losing jobs. Q, what, what are your thoughts? Another prime example of lack of diversity at the highest of levels. Um, you know, uh, white people, the dominant culture, they push back at being called racist. And I don't believe that they are all racist. I think that there are some that are very well-meaning. And, and a lot of times they call it unconscious bias because you don't realize you possess it. It's unconscious, right? None of us can help what we deem attractive. Um, most more, more times than not, we're going to deem the culture that we're most closely affiliated with. We're going to have a preference for those features and those things. And that is 100% fine. The issue that I do have with the people at the top that do the programming is your God complex that you think you know everything so much that you don't even stop to think, let me go get Jamal, let me go get, you know, uh, Consuela, let me go get various other people to put on the programming team so we can have a well-rounded view of what this software is gonna do. And you don't give a damn because you live in a world that tells you what you think and what you feel is all that matters and everybody else needs to fall in line. We have someone, Shika, in the comments says, it's already happening. I work in HR and it's already happening. Um, again, Black folks, we have to get more into technology. We got to get in these spaces. It's just like we have to infiltrate and, and and fight for our stake in this because, I'm sorry, this cat is just really doing so much. Um, you know, if not, it's going to be more of this because AI, uh, apparently, as much as a lot of people don't like it, it seems like it's going to be here to stay and there's going to be more of this nonsense. And the computers are running everything where, it's, where they're, we're really getting there. It's going to be affecting us in all areas. Like they already getting rid of diversity in states. And now we got the AI telling you this is more professional look. All right, y'all coming up, keep it locked because uh, we got coming up a new controversial bill in Illinois. And later, a Twitter user spills the tea on modern dating. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. Illinois Governor J.P. Pritzker signed a bill into law that allows non-U.S. citizens to become police officers in the state. The new law is angering folks who are against the idea of foreigners being able to arrest American citizens. Do you have a problem with this new law, Al? Um, no, because there are a lot of other states that already have this law, like Hawaii and California and parts of Florida and in Chicago allows it there. I mean, it, it just appears to me that the Republicans know exactly how to make these headlines to to stir up that base, to get them very upset. Uh, and and it, the, the headline is what I have the problem with. It's messy, it's misleading, it's salacious and it's fear mongering at its finest. To me, this article is not a big deal. It's something that's been going on for more than 10 years. So what's the big deal for it to go on in other parts of Illinois outside of Chicago? It's kind of crazy, wasn't it? Okay, uh, Q, what do you think? 
absolutely nothing wrong with it. And anybody who finds something wrong with it, you're just looking for a reason to be upset and it's stupid because following that logic, then they shouldn't allow to be your doctors. They shouldn't be allowed to be your physicists, your engineers and every other thing that makes your life easy. Let's face it, honey. All right. It don't take a lot of skill or education level. In a book, okay, and it's a great. I had sixty thousand dollars a year started with about forty five starting in academy, and that's here in Miami Dade County. It ain't that glamorous of a damn job, and if the uh, citizens can come over and they can make, maintain the law and standards to be doctors, lawyers, physicists, engineers, biologists, urologists, and everything else in between, then surely they can handle issuing citations and shooting black people in the back, because that seems to be the criteria. I do remember a non-citizen. Well, he was started off as a non-citizen, became one, becoming governor of California, which was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Anyways, but I digress here. All right, a 30-year-old French daredevil known for his extreme stunts has fallen to his death in Hong Kong. He was attempting to climb a high-rise building and ended up falling from the 68th floor. Do you feel sorry for his death, or was he asking for a funky? They said the chicken at his repast was real good, bitch. They said Zaxby's had catered it. Um, Y'all already know how I feel with stories like this. Um, I have sympathies for his family. I hope his family nor his mama is looking at this. But you, I'm not going to disturb my makeup and upset my tears by no bitch that was climbing no building trying to be Spider-Man and did not take the stairs, the elevator, or the escalator, Okay. Uh, buildings is made to be climbed with scaffolding, not new balance shoes on, and damn sure not without cleaning window equipment or bungee cord or anything of the nature. What was you doing up there? My grandma told me this a long time ago. She said, feats is made for walking, okay? Not scaling buildings. So no, you're not going to get me to sit up here and upset my makeup and disturb my tears over no bitch that fell off no building. Ow. Do you have sympathy for this man? <laughs> I definitely have sympathy for him. You know, that's like it's like a, a a hobby for him, but this hobby obviously turned 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 bad. I. It, no, you know, it what is it? What's the same? What's the same? It was already bad. <laughs> Well, he had climbed many many buildings taller than this. I mean, there's a couple of other things that he climbed. Um, but this one, I guess, just turned, turned, turned bad for him. But this is what I wanted to ask. Um, damn it, Q, I forgot what I was going to ask. Never mind. <laughs> it didn't I, feel bad. Bad. I feel bad. I feel bad for him, though. I just don't, I don't like people to die. I mean, Nobody he, does, but he didn't. What did, oh, I know what I'm going to ask you, Q. What's the saying? Silly games get silly prizes. Play silly games, win silly prizes. There you go. Play silly Come games. On. They are saying that he did die doing what he loves. Okay, and that's okay, fine. That's so then that's more the reason why we shouldn't feel any damn sympathy. We should be elated. He went out the way he wanted on his terms. Next story. There it is. Play stupid games with stupid prizes. It's like, what? There's only two outcomes that can happen, right? You're going to go up there and get a little Instagram picture, or you're going to die. Like, I'm not into taking unnecessary risks like that. Like, my risk is, like, maybe a little bit of money at a craft table, but I'm not doing anything that's going to put me in danger. I'm not just my favorite saying is I take all my risk on the ground, okay? <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> or with boys after the club that I don't know, but that's a whole other story. Well, that's, that could be deadly as well. And I changed my life. <laughs> Just joking. Jeez. All right, y'all. It's cats. Y'all been asking the cat. The cat just want to be on TV. All right.
Hey, the wife of a former college football star was arrested in the Bahamas for conspiring to kill her husband. Lindsay Shriver, uh, Shriver plotted with her Bahamian lover to kill her husband. Lindsay allegedly began this affair with the Bahamian man in the vacation home that she shared with her husband, Shady Boots. Can you believe this? Also, authorities discovered the uh, WhatsApp messages plotting the husband's death on Lindsay's phone. Q, go ahead. You know, it's so funny because when I dug into the story, I was like, she already got busted laying up with the man, right? So the husband already knew. So I'm like, okay, what would your motive be to kill the man? All right, vacation home in the Bahama, ah, bingo, money. If you get divorced, infidelity, she might not get no money or as much money. And that's why her reason for wanting to kill him. But um, this is just sad. Like, this is just sad that she let that, um, the Bahamian, I'm assuming he was black Bahamian. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming she had no, never had that thing tickled the way that man had no tickled that thing. So he had no went up in there. He, he had no went up in there and rearranged some things. You know what I'm saying? He had moved some furniture and redecorated the interior of the walls. And see, mama had gotten to seeing stars and constellations and she wanted that, that husband money so they could continue to live. And um, she done died over there. It's sad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Alpha Charm said that's why I don't believe in marriage. It's all BS. Al, what do you think? Is marriage BS? Oh, wow. No, marriage isn't BS. But I do want to know this. Does anyone know how it feels to be sex so good that you want to just ruin your life over tussy cat or over penis? Like, no. What is she doing? And you got three kids? Like, you're just, like, tossing it all out the window over some good sex? And the dude we learned was in his 20s. She's 35, acting like she's 21. This just doesn't make any sense to me. I just think it was poor judgment and just stupid overall for her. Just divorce your husband. She wanted the money, though. She couldn't get the money. She She could get child support for three kids if he's wealthy. That's a couple of thousand dollars a month. That ain't enough, honey. But to risk murder, like the risk of prison sentence over this, like how much money are we talking? Was he a multi, multi, super rich billionaire? He probably. I mean, and and listen here, I'm I'm gonna try to clean it up a little bit because we're making a lot of assumptions. For all we know, that man could have been beating her ass. True. For all, for for all we know, you know what I'm saying? Good point. Which made cheating and wanting to kill him worth it. You know what I'm saying? We don't know. We don't know. But it is messed up. Uh, DB said, if you think the devil's a liar, you never met a Bahamian man. Oh, wow. And <laughs> Ish did said, he scratched it. He, he scratched That's Suggy! <laughs> Go to the Bahamas since you try to get your coochie scratched. Okay. <laughs> Let's not encourage that, Funky. All right, y'all. Share them. Messed up England. All right, coming up, a Twitter user shares his thoughts on modern dating. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. All right, y'all soulmates, check out this tweet. Nah, modern dating is truly cooked. This woman says she lost interest in a man that was a 10 in looks, over six foot tall, Ivy League graduate, has his life together, can make her laugh and great conversation all because he wore flip-flops out in public once. Have you ever gotten the ick over something so small, Al? Probably not. No, no, I'm not that. I'm not over flip flops. Heck no. That's a something small, like a, like a small no, thing. No, 
I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Q? I have in the past, but after maturing and after further introspection, I came to the conclusion that it wasn't the thing that was small is that I self-sabotaged the situation because I wasn't ready or I felt that that person was too good for me or that person was better than me or I was not worthy of that person. And when people really take a deep dive, God just sent you everything you asked for and you, you shut it down over a flip flop. You, you, you got to really dig and get to the root of what it was because it was not that flip flop. I have a friend that I tell her, I say she's a black female, Jerry Seinfeld. She'd meet these great guys and it'd be one thing. Oh, but his thumb is weird or his eyebrows. And I said, you're never going to find someone that feel like this, Peggy. You need to stop. So big picture, ladies and gentlemen. All right, y'all, let's play a game of Would You Rather. All right, play along in the chat. And this is for you and Al right now, Q and Al, and also the chat. I'm so much want to see what y'all got to say. Would you rather be broke and happy or rich and miserable? Broke and happy. Broke and happy. Once you get happiness and peace, you'll, you'll never forego that. Happy. Claudia, happy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, broke, how can you be happy if you're broke? I guess broke and happy. All right. Would you rather go to prison for a year or be married to someone you are not physically attracted to? Married to someone I'm not physically attracted to. Married to someone I'm not physically attracted to because I can always cheat. So. Same. Same. And if you're really honest, most of us are probably in that situation at least once in our lives. All right. Would you rather give up sex or food? Sex. I gotta eat. <laughs> yeah. I give up sex. I give up sex. That's what hands do. I mean, listen, honestly and truthfully, these days I have more fun with my hand anyway. Uh, I do. I do. I, I have more fun. I have more fun pleasure myself. I know how I like it. I can talk to myself the way I want to talk. I can visualize, fantasize. It's less messy. It doesn't require as much prep time. Uh, it, it's just so much easier. <laughs> Plus, we sound done seeing the toys you have in your background, so we know you have a little time by yourself. <laughs> Look at his face. Would you rather accidentally send a nude photo to your parent or your boss? To my parent. To my yeah, boss. They've seen it already. To my boss. Oh my God, I, I, I don't have to see these bosses. I don't give a damn about these bosses, but my parents, oh my God, I'd be so embarrassed. Uh, oh, that's tough. Mm, mm. To my boss, of course. Yeah, my boss. Would you rather be morbidly obese or have chronic bad breath? Morbidly obese. I think I have to take the bad breath. I don't want no wide bike. Mm -mm, dude. <laughs> so the wide back worse than funky breath? In my oh. in my in my book it is. <laughs> no, because if I was morbidly obese, I could I could I could get to sleep, I could get I could get, you know, surgery, I could work it off. Bad breath, there ain't much you can do if you have chronic bad breath. You keep you you can keep you a little sippy cup with some vinegar and baking soda and gargle every 30 minutes. I mean, it's things you can do. But imagine, like, we all know people who have a smell they just cannot get rid of ever. Like, imagine that, you, that is your reality every single day. Mm, I pass on that. Uh, I, mm, I guess obese. All right. That was tough, you guys. That was hard, wasn't it? Uh, 
That was yeah. pretty tough. Nice. So many- <laughs> Soulmates, make sure you tell a friend about our show. I know people still are, some people are still confused about when the show comes on. They're like, oh, I finally caught a live. It's been the same time, 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East. That's five days a week. And then the replay is 11 p.m. Uh, Central Time and uh, noon on the East Coast. So, yeah. And I want to end on this, Claudia. Y'all, this week, can we just not fight each other? Like, we had a very rough last two weeks, all communities. Let's just call it a two-week ceasefire. Like, yeah. Let's try to be kind to each other. We're all dealing with a lot of stuff in these streets, and the end of the world, and global warming, and Brian DeSantis, and Trump might be president again. Okay, <laughs> I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Daniva, for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Crockett's Corner. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. Have a good night. <laughs>